So literally the concept of being able to turn ideas into money, they won't have to work a day in their life, which I think would have been great for me to learn as a young kid. And even cooler than that is we have this thing that we do, like all the kids who work with us or whatever, they all make sales within the first seven days, which is great because we have a whole sell it before you build it philosophy. And we start them off with $20 and they have to turn it into as much money as they can in a month. We turn it into this fun game, gamify the whole business side of things. And most kids do over $1,000 now, which is great. So we have like a 1K club and a 10K club. All branding is personal. And it's not about who you say you are. It's about who you are and how you say it. I'm Hirsch Repoon, copywriter, comedian, and brand voice expert. I've helped hundreds of companies fine tune their messaging. And now I'm sitting down with some of the most ambitious and imaginative founders around who share their seven figure stories and their next figure goals. Let's hit the brand voice runway. You know, you're in the YouTube world, in the YouTube business, you have insights that other people don't. All right, I'm sorry, I was having a conversation with my new friend, Benjamin Jones, who I'm about to introduce as joining us today on Brand Voice Runway. Ben and his partner, Marcus, have founded Titan Marketer. It's a digital agency, and they help coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, and practice owners pull away from advertising methods that, what, don't work, that just don't work. So please welcome Ben Jones to Brand Voice Runway. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully we can share something that's going to help people today and, and add value to your audience. And thank you again for having me on. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you. And speaking of our audience, we are cultivating an audience of entrepreneurs, small business owners, CEOs, people with seven-figure and eight-figure and sometimes even beyond stories, but it all comes down to brand voice. It's all about who do you build your, as you build your brand, I believe it's from the inside out, and no matter who you are. How did you guys create Titan Marketer? What inspired it? I guess, oh man, it's a really long story. So when we first started, I was doing a lot of, of like Facebook marketing and things like that. And around the same time, I'd moved into the Google platform and YouTube ads and that sort of thing. And I was doing some speaking events with Youth in Business and other business I run. And Marcus at the time was doing some of my marketing and some of my friends' marketing and stuff. And look, it was a not a very long skip and a jump for us to join forces and create Titan. And what we found really interesting at the beginning, you know, we started off doing a lot of consulting, like category business with YouTube ads and Google ads and that sort of thing. Uh, and that went really well. And then when COVID hit, we couldn't travel and do events because I was really used to doing events. So Marcus was like, hey, look, we should start an agency. I was pretty opposed to having an agency, but we had a lot of people asking us to do their marketing. So that was pretty easy. It happened organically. And then we actually tried something for a while, probably the first six months of the business. We we set up a something a little controversial. We tried, we did a two weeks free uh, marketing. So we'd come in, do marketing for two weeks. And then, you know, if you liked us, we would continue on from there. And that literally just blew the business up massively because uh, it was a no risk offer, which was kind of fun. Uh, and then we had to kind of take that away because it was just getting out of control. Well, the whole thing, Ben, with that, and I think it's great to do those things. And I think there's two great things that that accomplishes. One is it surprises people a little bit because it, it they're a little taken aback and maybe even a little suspicious. But like you say, there's no risk. 
It's not a money back guarantee. It's a two weeks free, you know? And the other idea is that you have to put a cap on it, you know, when you embark on something like this. But that ended up being like the Kickstarter for your uh, yeah. for your business. Yeah. So- well, we had a bunch of seven-figure business clients we were working with anyway. But what we noticed over COVID, there was just so many businesses hurting out there, particularly in Australia where I'm from, because they locked it down pretty hard. And it was a good way for us to to help as many people as we could and then get them some cool results and, and go from there. So we did that probably for, I'd like to say, at least six months. And then it was just not sustainable for us. And we moved into more consulting, coaching role, which we were doing anyway. And then we do have agency now, but it's you know, it's more for the seven-figure businesses at least. Yeah, so that, that was that was kind of fun. So that's how we started. Like that's how, like I guess, Titan started. We were running some like Google Ads consulting and things like that as well. And then, yeah, we, we noticed probably about six, 12 months in that most of the ad spend people were doing was literally all in, in YouTube ads. And we doubled down on that and specialized on just the YouTube ad side. So that's what we do today. I understand that you are also involved in something called youth in business. Do you want to share a little bit about that, Ben? Yeah, sure. So, uh, so that was sort of before Titan Marketer. Going back like a, a long ways, I started buying up online businesses quite a while ago, and had to learn the online side. And then I was actually business partner my brother, and we sold off everything. And I kind of got to a point in my life, I like, what do I do now? You know, and yeah. my son at the time was asking for pocket money, and I was like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> And we started him a little business. So he started a business just selling herbs that he grew in the backyard and got him knocking on doors because he was a really shy kid. And I was like, this would be good for you to learn how to talk to adults and look people in the eye and a lot of the things kids today need to learn. And uh, that went really well. And then we had other people asking us, well, how do we do that? And then we were lucky enough to partner with some people who, Andrew and Dale Grant, who taught us how to sort of help people from stage. And we were running big events all over Australia and the UK. We had like seven, 800 people in the rooms and, it was really, really cool. And we're able to just help like thousands of kids start businesses, which is really fun. And that's probably my big passion project because kids today just don't, you don't learn about business at school. You don't learn about money. You don't learn about, you know, like if you had an interest or a hobby, how do you turn that into something that you enjoy? And if you can teach kids how to learn those business skills before they leave school and have a school and have a successful business, then the skills that they take into the, whether they want to be an employee or not, is, is absolutely amazing. So I'm really passionate about that. And I think the cool thing with that is we've had some great results. You know, we've had kids, we have lots of kids, you know, do over $10,000 a month. They've been on every TV radio station within Australia. We've had, you know, kids buy houses before they're 18. And one of our kids has even like written a book, you know, how I made more money than my principal. I was lucky <laughs> enough to write the forward. So yeah. like, it's just, it's absolutely epic what kids can do when they put their mind to it. And I guess probably the biggest skill set I want them to learn is if they can learn that skill set of an entrepreneur before they finish school, so literally the concept of being able to turn ideas into money, they won't have to work a day in their life, which I think would have been great for me to learn as a young kid. And even cooler than that is we have this thing that we do, like all the kids who work with us, or whatever, they all make sales within the first seven days, which is great because we have a whole sell it before you build it philosophy. And we start them off with $20 and they have to turn it into as much money as they can in a month. We turn it into this fun game gamify the whole business side of things and most kids do over a thousand dollars now which is great so we have like a 1k club and a 10k club and it's absolutely insane and i guess the important thing is like if you can teach kids if they're down to the last 20 dollars that even if they can turn that into a couple hundred dollars right within the space of a week or a couple of weeks there would be no homeless on the streets anymore like it's just 
I think that I really don't think there's a more important thing we can teach kids of today than that. So yeah, so that's something that I was doing well before Titan. I've been doing that for about eight years now. And yeah, I absolutely love it. And my wife and I do that together. And that's actually Titan actually started in well, like I said, Marcus was helping us with the marketing and stuff for that. And then he was doing his own thing and then we joined forces and that was like a side product. But yeah, really cool. That is fantastic, Ben. I mean, it's fantastic on so many levels as a thing to do, like you mentioned with your wife, as a family undertaking, as it started with your son. And, you know, also as, I mean, it's a reflection of, you know, we talked a little bit about COVID before and, you know, what was going on during that time. And I think it changed everything. And I think that, you know, sure, you know, Gen Z was, you know, every generation is different where the kids are growing. I have kids of all ages and, you know, they have each grown up in a different kind of situation in a different world, even if they're only two or three years apart, you know, and and it's when we were kids, when I was a kid, you know, and when my older kids were kids, they would have make believe stock market, right? They would teach you how to invest in the stock market. My youngest, who's nine, you know, the school takes them to a children's museum in, in nearby where they practiced. And I was with them that day where they practiced, you know, buying groceries and doing all these things. They're nine. But the idea of kids being professional for real is so valuable because of the one thing that you said that really resonated with me was that you're teaching them to do something where they won't have to necessarily work a day in their lives. And it's it's jarring to hear that because of the conditioning that we've had. We've been conditioned to think that, what do you mean? So you're saying that they won't have to work from nine to five in some job? Is that what you have the gall to suggest? Oh, man. You know, right? But that's great. That's fantastic. Uh, I, you know? I get challenged on this all the time. Like, well, what? So now I'm not going to send my kids to college and rah, right? I'm like, yeah. Do, do whatever you, you want to do. But I mean, if the kids, I put it this way, like if the kids want to go to college, it's great, you know, but even if they become a, a dentist, doctor, lawyer, whatever, right. You, they want to be, have the skills to be the business owner of the, the dentist, the lawyer practice, right. So like you can be yeah. a, a dentist if you want, but at the end of the day, if you own the practice and you have five practices and you have a business skill set to put that together, that's going to do way better than just learning the skills of learning how to swap your time for money right like yeah sort of that's what a job is and i I think if they can learn their business skills if they want to be a a scientist go for it but they need to understand how to apply for grants and you know sell their ideas right so um, i I think entrepreneurship and selling and business is one of the most important things you can teach any kid even if they don't want to run their own business but coming back to the not having to work a day in their life how cool would it be if you know, like back, if we go right back into like tribalism days, right, where we're all in a tribe and, you know, you basically the kid would walk up the hill and decide what they want to be and they'd come back down and one would be a smith and one would be an artist and one would be a whatever, right? Like I think today we don't really, you know, it's like, oh, what job are you going to do? And we give kids a little book and they try and figure out what they need to get in school to do that. And, yeah, <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm not a big fan of, of yeah. the whole. And basically they just teach their kids to, get in the rat race. Like why not to let them know how to be free before they even have to get in the damn thing. So. Well, and speaking of medicine and learning and the constructs that we're brought up with, I was reflecting this morning on the fact that 
you know, that biology is this miracle. It's this incredible thing, just how our body works and how we function. And yet we charge $300,000 to teach people that, you know, to go to medical school and learn all of that. So this information that we've discovered as a species about our own makeup and our own biology, we've decided is it, we want to sell that for $300,000. That's what it costs to get a medical degree. <laughs> You know, it's absolutely mental. And look, if you want a medical degree, go for it. But I think learning business skills is not going to hurt you if you get a medical degree, right? So, and, and that's the key. I mean, even if even if you just started a business while you're in school, like before it was big and risky to do, you know, once you'd left home and that was your sole income and it was harder than say when you were still living with mom and dad at home or whatever, even if you just learned the money skills and learning how to manage cash flow and what a profit and loss is and how that works, you know, learning how to budget, all of those skills that a business teaches you, you're going to be well set up no matter what you do. So I, honestly, I think like business is the most important thing we should be teaching kids today. So, Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And to circle back around to messaging and personal branding, you know, I talked about this a little bit with Marcus as well. What is a thought that you would leave us with about the personal brand versus because this is for like we're talking about you're talking about the youth and business thing on the other hand you have a deep history in business already you have a titan marketer which helps people in business what would you say is your personal brand my personal brand so my personal brand i think i'm very passionate about entrepreneurship in the world today so obviously starting at a young age is getting kids at a young age is important, but I think also helping businesses who don't know how to grow is something that I'm quite good at. So the other part side of that is being able to, particularly with paid ads, and I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, is if they want to scale their business, they get to a certain point, they've got a great, you know, they've got a great product. Usually they're like the best kept secret. Um, maybe they've tried a bit of Facebook ads or something and they're frustrated it's not working the way that it should. How do you go from there to six or seven figures, you know, like, or seven to multiple seven or eight or whatever the next phase is, right? And if you look at any multi-million dollar business, one of the big things I've all learned is this one skill set, right? And it's basically how do you pay for a lead profitably that turns into sales? And that's how they all scale, like everything from the best lipstick brand to the biggest coaches and consultants you see out there to the big law firms to the, you name it. it they've all figured out how to spend money on advertising profitably. So every dollar they spend, turns into profit. And I think one thing a lot of people don't realize is here's some metrics. You need to be able to have, if every dollar you spend, you need to make at least $3 in sales or profit. Okay. That would be like a three times return on ad spend. And a lot of people don't know how to get there. And it's this big, massive mystery to them. And I actually had a call with a gentleman this afternoon. And I was like, look, it's as simple as this. How much is a client worth to you? And a lot of people don't know that, right? So like, I'd be like, how much is a client worth? It might be they buy something with you, they hang around for a month or six months or a year. How much do they spend in total? So that's like your lifetime value, right? So that's num rule number one. And you need to know a couple of numbers in business. That's one. And then the next one is like, well, how much does it cost if I pay for them with paid ads? And YouTube obviously is the cheapest and best way to do that at the moment. How much does it cost to do that so I'm profitable. So if I can get a client for $10 or, you know, then I should be able to have $30 profit. That would be a three times return that spend, right? So 
and, and the numbers don't change. If I'm $3,000, yeah, be okay spending $300 to, to get that client. And the numbers should be better, but that's a good baseline because that's going to allow you to do things like pay taxes, have staff, have overheads, all the rest of it in your business. And you can scale that way. So, you know, if I said to you, look, a client's worth $1,000, but you're going to have to spend $100 getting one, would that be okay? And the answer to that is yes. So once you know that, then the, the whole thing becomes, all right, cool. How do we find clients at that price? And that's where paid marketing comes in most times. So, and in, in terms of brand, like my personal brand. So my personal brand is is wrapped up in entrepreneurship. One, learn the skill, the basic the foundation, and then how do I scale that with paid marketing? And that's where Titan Marketer and YouTube and all of that comes into play. I was talking to Marcus and he mentioned this 100K in 100 days thing. Uh, it's hell fun. Yeah. Yeah. So t t tell tell me a little bit about that because I meant to get him, have him get in more into it, but we had already talked for quite a while. Yeah. So one of the things that we've noticed is once you teach people those things I was just talking about there is you can actually quickly do 100K in 100 days. And what we specialize is helping people do that with YouTube advertising. So how do you get your first 100K in 100 days, even if you've never spent money on ads before, right? And the first thing you need to understand is that lifetime value and working out how much is a client going to cost me and your sales process. And that's what I'm really good at is like working out, is your sales process going to be profitable before you spend one cent on ads? So we only work with people who can get a minimum three times return on ad spend and be able to scale, okay? And you'd be surprised. There's there's certain things that you need to have to make your business online scalable. You know, it's either lead gen, e-com, or coaching, consulting. They have a million different ways of doing it, but but it's really basic. And I think people try and make it harder than it actually is. But if you started off with something as simple as $1,000 a month, you know, in or $30 or $40 a day, you should be able to get to 100K in 100 days, depending on what your cost per action is and all the rest of it. But if you reinvest, right, what you make and you reinvest and reinvest, you know, each week, you can very quickly get to 100K in 100 days. And even if it's the first month or two, you know, it doesn't scale up. Like it happens between month maybe two or three and eight instead of uh -huh. one, to, one to three or whatever it is, you know, like a couple of months in and then you hit it out in the next 100 days after that. That's usually what we find happens. And it's been really fun. Like uh, this, I think this year we've had over... So 11 or 12 people who've never run YouTube ads before, not, you know, not like big players have come in and actually done over hundred K in hundred days and totally revolutionized their business. So for me, like personal brand wise, that's really fun. I really enjoy that. So, so yeah, so that's how you do hundred K in hundred days. You, you work out, you'd be profitable to at least three times return on ad spend and you just reinvest. You just reinvest the, what you've made in sales or profit back into your marketing, your marketing scales up. And it goes from there. And so, you, oh, sorry. So you reinvest you the entire, you reinvest whatever you make in that first yeah. hundred days in that, during that period until it reaches. Until it goes up. And I could show you a graph, but uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like compounding interest graph. Right? Yeah. So like, you know, it's not linear. It's not like point, at, you know, a straight line. It's basically like in basically the bottom end of a big bell curve. Right. So, right. And it goes quicker. So for example, if I have $1,000 to spend this month and I get a three times return on ad spend, I should make at least $3,000 profit, right? But then next month, I now have $3,000 to 
Okay. Now with that $3,000, I can turn that into $9,000, right? Multiple of three. And then the next month that three turns into 18 and blah, blah, blah. And the whole thing just goes up and up and up. The key to that is having repeatable, scalable marketing. Okay. And this is why everyone tears their hair out at Facebook because on Facebook, you can get it up and going, but the problem with Facebook is scale because what happens is they only have like this very small space that everyone has to put ads and they get really quick ad fatigue. And so no matter what you do, you might have a really good ad, then you put another one in. You just have to put one that's a little bit less than the first one and the whole thing implodes upon itself, right? And then you're back to square one. You've got to learn the learning phase on Facebook and all the rest of the rubbish. Right, right. Whereas on YouTube, on YouTube, you don't have that problem. You can actually scale really easily and, and that's one of the big differences and that's how you can do 100k in 100 days because you have to be able to have a marketing platform that can scale so yeah and yeah. for and the last question would be i guess for you guys what is your primary marketing strategy yeah look we've done it i've done it all from i mean we're in the lead gen space right so you know that needs to be it just for Titan marketers is that what you mean? Like what are we yes, doing personally? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So we've done it all. Like during COVID, we did book a call, you know, like book a call. And we obviously sell high ticket, like basically straight to a 10, 10 to 15 or $20,000 sale. We would do that. We would also do webinars. So we had webinars to book a call to a sale. We would do, we've done virtual events. We've done live events. At the moment, we're just doing, we just have some live events for this year and then we have people who pay to book a call with us and we'll actually sit down and work out if they're going to be profitable with YouTube ads before they start. So that's really important for us. And then we don't take everyone who applies. That's sort of where we're at today, right? So even if you apply to work to us, there's certain things you need to hit because we only work with people we can really help grow and scale, right? So, and if that's not you, then we'll tell you straight away and we'll be like, go fix this, this, and this and come back to us because there's nothing worse than throwing money at something that doesn't work. And what a lot of agencies do is they'll just make, or even consultants is they'll just make the sale. And then they'll say things like, oh, your landing page doesn't work. Or, oh, this doesn't work. Or that doesn't work. Where you really need to have all of that either figured out or know what you need to do to figure that out before you start spending mass on marketing, right? Because if you right. throw marketing at something that doesn't work, you might as well just set money on fire and watch it burn. If you've enjoyed this episode of Brand Voice Runway, please leave a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast. The positive reinforcement keeps us going. Who am I kidding? Founders like us keep going regardless. Thanks so much for listening and make tomorrow greater than today.